Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. It is that simple. We're reading from 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23 to verse 26, and it says, On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread and spoke a prayer of thanksgiving. He broke the bread and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. When supper was over, he did the same with the cup. He said, This cup is the new promise made with my blood. Every time you drink from it, do it to remember me. Every time you eat this bread and drink from this cup, you tell about the Lord's death until he comes. Let us talk about communion. This is one of the most fundamental events in the life of a believer. There is nothing like it, no substitute, no alternative. It is what it is, communion. Lord's Supper, breaking of bread, feast, the Lord's table. Frankly, you can call it what you may, but it remains as it was given. It remains that simple, exciting event that Jesus created. The opening line of our text tells us the precise time it was introduced. Jesus and his disciples were in that famous place called the Upper Room. I love the Upper Room. Intimate, simple, a place where people of like mind, a believer of Jesus Christ, meet for fellowship. Well, Actually, the night he was betrayed, they met in the upper room to celebrate a traditional feast that was linked to the Passover festival. This is a Jewish festival of deep spiritual significance, symbolizing the miraculous exodus out of Egypt of the Hebrew race after 400 years of slavery. This simple feast is a celebration and it marks the beginning of the Passover season. Jesus and his team were honoring a Jewish tradition in this hall, as was happening in many homes that night. Luke says that at some time during the event, Jesus announced that one of them was going to betray him. <gasps> what a grim prediction! What was that betrayal mean, and what would be the outcome of that betrayal? Jesus did not elaborate, but that night after they had eaten the Passover, Jesus did something phenomenal, if you can find a simple act phenomenal. Without any introductory remarks, Jesus took bread. Now, they happened to have had bread on the table, as bread is a main item in the Passover feast. However, Jesus took bread and gave thanks for it. What is going on? They thought. Pay close attention to what happened next. He broke the bread and he gave the broken bread to the disciples, but it is what he said that was mysterious and hugely different. They had had bread during the meal, and so it was strange that Jesus was breaking bread and giving it to them. This is my body that is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance? Body? What is he talking about? Well, remember on one occasion, Jesus was teaching the crowds and he said, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Jesus was teaching them a critical point. In the Passover, they would eat lamb meat. Jesus was making a statement. He is presenting himself as the lamb, the sacrificial lamb who will take away the sins of the world. Every man in the room would understand that. So here is Jesus giving them bread and saying to them, eat this 
in remembrance of me. Eat this in celebration of me, the lamb who is the bread of life. Eat this bread because my body is being sacrificed for you. And you're going to do this in the future as often as possible in an effort to remember me. Then he took a cup and once again he said a prayer of thanksgiving, after which he passed it to them. Listen to what he said. This is my blood poured out for many. This represents the new covenant in my blood. New covenant. There was an occasion before this night that Jesus had said, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Ooh. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Wow. Is this it? His blood gives life? His blood is represented by the wine, the fruit of the vine? He ended by saying that he will not drink wine again until that day that I drink it new in the kingdom of God. That was communion, a new feast, a new celebration that Jesus instituted for believers, for people whose sins are forgiven because of their faith, which allowed them to accept and celebrate the crucifixion of Jesus. The bread represents his body that was broken for our sins. The cup or the wine represents his blood that was shed for the washing away of our sins. Jesus introduced this feast to his disciples on the night that he was betrayed and said, As often as you do this feast, you are celebrating my death until I return to take you home to live with me forever. Communion was introduced in a context of betrayal. Think about that. Communion is special. Communion is not meant to be an annual event or a weekly event. It is not meant to be celebrated by the child of God whenever it is convenient. Communion is meant to be celebrated anytime you want to do it. Because in celebrating the death of Jesus that has brought you eternal life, you are honoring that memory. This solemn feast is awesome. It is special. It is huge. It is simply bread and simply wine, but it speaks volumes. Jesus died for me. His body was sacrificed for me. His blood was shed for me. I am honored and delighted to do communion from a clean, redeemed heart with a spirit of gratitude and with the right motive. I am celebrating the death of Jesus. It is that simple. If you have any question about communion, you can contact me at friendofclyde at gmail.com.